welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are eating gluten-free, mm-hmm. vegan, not calorie-free, and certainly not taste-free chocolate chip yes, cookies delicious. with the amazing Allison Ross. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. Thank you for bringing these for me. Allison's been doing prenatal uh, yoga with me, and she knows how hungry I am all the time, so this is like the best I'm thing I'm stealing ever. another cookie. <laughs> You're fine. I know you pregnant, but you're not eating all these. Oh, watch yourself. I might just kick you out of this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I, you know, I'm wearing a tight dress, but I am wearing Spanx tonight. So it's all my show, so yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> triple Spanx. Triple Spanx. I don't, when I did Cool Sculpt, I wore triple Spanx. I know you taught me that. Triple Spanx? I wore like you put spin. three on them? I slept in two yeah, or three during yeah. the day. Oh, was, my God. That was the only thing that made it comfortable. Because it's like so itchy and weird feeling. Mm-hmm. I hope you're not doing that while you're pregnant. <laughs> before I was pregnant. Okay. No, yeah. you did it, like, but almost while yeah, I wasn't pregnant. I was nowhere near pregnant. I did it before, like, five months before. I can't keep track of time, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> no, I did it way before. And then, I, and then all of a sudden, I was like, I got pregnant, and I was like, oh, there goes the results of my cool sculpting. I look so flat and skinny. <laughs> but then, no, but then you can do it again, and, like, you'll just do another Instagram post. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Because it's real when it's on Instagram. Yeah, it's exactly. always... No, so people love to check out and see like what you're doing and like like be amazed. Although people are probably more amazed because they'll be like, "Oh wow, she was pregnant this time and she now actually is like that sculpted." But you know, that's why I've been working out with house things. I'm trying to keep my body right so that I'm good to go after a baby. So yeah. you are a yoga teacher. You're also a healer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm very curious to know because the only thing I've heard about healing is like I was listening to another podcast and someone was talking about it. I don't. I'm gonna say it was. Allison Rosen, but I could totally be wrong. <laughs> That's funny. And someone was saying that he had like a the healer like touched a spot on his back and said, "Or like when I touch this, you're gonna start crying hysterically." And he's like, "No, I'm not." And he did. Wow. And like whatever like childhood issue he had mm-hmm. like went away. Yeah, so, I mean that. What, what does a healer do? So there's so many different kinds of healing. The kinds that I specialize in are Reiki. And sound healing. So I love the sound healing. Yeah. Well, everybody who experiences it loves it. I've never had to experience it. You do have to experience it to understand it. Yeah. What what happens during the sound healing? So um, I just got these new grounding mats, which I'm going to have people lie on. So you'll be able to experience that next time, which connect you to the earth energy, which is really good for everything from like stress to pain to anxiety. Um, But during a sound healing session, the way I do it, um, I have these tuning forks that are tuned to the frequency of love. This sounds like the Little Mermaid. (gasps) Really? (laughs) Or like, wait, do you remember that Twitter account, Hipster Mermaid? No. No. The guy's name is Brayden Graber. Everyone look it up. It would make fun of it. It was like... I want to be where the people are, but not those people. <laughs> it definitely sounds really kind of like out there and new agey, but mm-hmm. it's totally scientific. It yeah. So, I mean, if you think about it, we are all vibration. We're all light. And if you know energy. anything about physics, quantum physics, yeah. you realize this stuff is real, right? So, you know, people who wear crystals, like you can align yourself with different vibrations. I yeah. am learning. You that. know what? I had crystals and I put it away for a second. They were... I don't know where I put my bracelet. It's here somewhere, but I usually do wear crystals. She, wears, yeah, she wears it all the time. Yeah, um, I actually so, got her more in tune with it, and I started telling her, like, you need to wear this to set your intentions. You need to wear mm-hmm. this to, like, feel more positive about certain things. Like, yeah. I love you, but I'm telling you, like... You can attract exactly. things into your life, like yes. love, abundance, exactly. you know, peace. So anyway, so usually during a sound healing session, I use a lot of different tools. I have a gong. I use these Tibetan healing bowls that are made out of seven different metals. Um, I use um, crystal healing bowls that are tuned to different frequencies. Where do you buy a gong? Well, you can buy them online, um, and you can buy them at Guitar Center. and Like on Sunset? Um, yeah, yeah. They only have one gong, though. You can probably get better ones <laughs> online, really. And they're all tuned to different frequencies, like different planetary frequencies and stuff. So, so it really sounds big. weird, but... When you hold these things over the body and the different mm-hmm. energy centers, you can hear the actual change. Like, you'll hear this, the sound will sound different if there's a blockage, like an energy blockage or even a physical ailment. So what you're doing is you're just 
clearing out those blocks, like you were talking about when that person touched someone, they had that intention, they put that, that might've been Reiki, which is where you touch someone and you're transferring energy. Um, and then, you know, you'll clear things and it's totally true. Emotions come up. They come up even in yoga, like other, yeah. t- especially when oh, you're doing like, hip openers. I don't know if you guys yeah. have ever seen people just start, start crying, crying. Yep. in yoga, like you're releasing. I cried when I went to core power yoga because the class was so bad. Oh I no. regretted. <laughs> I regretted going there. Oh, I regretted. That's not the crying we're talking about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I not quite. Felt, <laughs> I have felt really emotional before during, yeah. and I usually work out like five days a week. Although I've been really bad lately, I'm also super injured right now, and oh, so wow. um, I have. So a, you need some healing, maybe. Yeah. My lower back <laughs> is not, like uh, nature's Vicodin. Like um, <laughs> healing, it's nature's Vicodin. <laughs> um, no, my lower back is like a mess. Like I've been uh, to the chiropractor three times in less than two weeks. He's like, you're my favorite patient. I'm like, you're getting so rich off of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so funny because I just met a chiropractor yesterday that, you know, her goal is really to get you to be healed and not need to go to them anymore. Oh, so nice. hopefully you're going to the right chiropractor. No, he's, no, no, no. He, he's made it amazing. Um, shout out Dr. Gino. <laughs> Back to total health. Nice. But, um, no, it's just really bad. I was in a car yeah. accident, oh, so it's not really like him. Also, um, he slipped on water. Oh, like this like puddle that was in. <laughs> <my hallway. laughs> Where was? And that? I was in my hallway. Oh. And you know, in my building, it's nice, but like every now and then, things like fall through the cracks, and there's this yeah. little puddle of water. And I just started screaming, yeah. and oh, I was gosh. just like, "No, like please don't!" Like, and like then I had to go like two yeah. days later. I like couldn't move. Oh, I'm, I'm so like, sorry. If I were 95, I would have a broken hip. <laughs> this is true. I'm I'm like a hot mess. So I'm very fascinated. So if you were going to heal my back, like what mm-hmm. how, what is the process if someone comes in, they're like, I have a physical ailment or yeah. an emotional ailment. How do you fix those things? What so I so do? I do a combination of things. Like I said, I usually have people lay on this grounding mat that gives you an energy mm-hmm. that's really good in healing and helps with inflammation, which a lot of physical ailments and even diseases really stem from inflammation. So just getting that right up squared away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go all throughout the body overall with my hands and I do Reiki. So I'm putting a, what I do is when you transfer this energy, what you're doing is you're activating the person's ability to heal themselves. So I'm not necessarily healing them so much as I'm triggering the innate ability of your own body to heal itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do that focusing on whatever area, let's say it was the low back and then as well as the whole body, cause it's a whole system, you know, mind, body, soul, mm-hmm. like it's all one, you know? So I always add a little meditation and breath work and things like that. And then, um, I use, so the tuning forks can be used to help with physical ailments. You kind of clink them together and then they make this, I should have brought some so you could hear them, but I've heard a that. pretty high pitched sound. They do, and um, and wild. you can place them on the body wherever you need to, and they can do they do things. So, like if you were to have a tight muscle, it would help to just relax that, which could really help with the. It would obviously every healing session is different, but of if you course. had low back pain and it happened to be maybe a muscle spasm, you could place that on there, and it would help soothe that. And then I would use the overall sound healing, all the different tools and bells and everything. Yeah, well, speaking of that, so, like, when we've done, like, my um, prenatal yoga sessions and you've done sound healing with me, yeah. like, I've told you, and I would never honestly believe this even if I hadn't experienced it for myself, and, like, I've told you and I even told Amanda, to my mom and a bunch of other close friends, like, I immediately afterwards feel so refreshed and, like, yeah. feel so... Good. What do you think that that kind of um, attributes from? Like, what, what do you think, you know, why the sound healing does such a thing? Um, so I brought this in case I forget the I love it. exact way. I love that you have notes. <laughs> like, to the real human being like us. Yeah. No, you're real. No, you know what's so funny? <laughs> we will start these podcasts and have lists of questions. Yeah. And it's I have never happened. <laughs> and I, I've given up. Like, I think it's a little organic. No, no, no. It's like, it's, I think it's good, though. It's so funny because, like, we were just interviewing a CEO. We were interviewing um, Courtney Jordan of Prev. And, like, I was like, there are a few questions. And I'm like, 
Because, you know, but we're just going to go. I had, like, nothing yeah. to say. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and type out questions for the PR person. Yeah. And she was, like, amazing. And then I, like, realized I threw out a question that, like, I used to wasn't PR, on the list. So that might yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how did you go from PR to what? To what? Wait, 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 I'm going to shut up. You shut up. I'm going to shut up. Okay. All right. So, um, basically, sound healing uses rhythm and frequency to entrain our brain waves, which are usually in a beta state. So, that's, like, your consciousness when you're awake, when you're working, you have to be, a, you know, pretty aware. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it can change it and shift it down to your alpha waves. So, that's your relaxed, you know, you're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can even go down to your theta waves, which are this, the brain when it's in a meditative state. So, and that's been shown to help with stress, anxiety, PTSD, sleeping issues, um, tons of things. And then it can even get you into a delta state, which is where your brain is when you're sleeping. And that triggers or allows for internal healing. So it's really just shifting your vibration. Like I was talking about, you know, we're in, we're all energy, we're, we think in our brain move in waves, and so you're just slowing those down and bringing them down into a place where your body can heal itself. That's that makes amazing. Sense. Yeah. But, so yeah. So like I said, it's real. It's scientific. You can hook it up. You can. Right. You know, there are studies about meditation and energy and things like that at UCLA and mm-hmm. like top hospitals are using Reiki. Right. You know, there's a hospital. Um, the I always call it St. Mary's, but there's a hospital in Torrance that uses Reiki, you know, so it is getting out right, there. It's getting out there. Well, even it's interesting, like, we're both obviously from New York, and, like, even I talked to my mom and from people about this, and it's becoming more and more known there, whereas mm-hmm. back in the day, they used to be like, oh, God, Los Angeles people. Totally. But now, it's becoming... Well, we're at the forefront. Right. We're the yeah, trendsetters. Right. You know, it's, like, becoming something that's actually real, and, you know, like, something that people actually are discussing and talking about, mm-hmm. because something that actually like is like you said it works and people are like oh wow I mean you can only say no to something for so long and Mm -hmm. then when actually you see it works you go oh maybe I should try that Mm -hmm. totally and you know it's it's a lot of people think it's new agey, but if you really think about it, this is the traditional medicine. The right. Western medicine came much later. Right. And then now we're, we've got research that is showing that it works. It's the same thing with nutrition. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people in California, we were all about the kale and the juicing. Right. And everyone was like, who are these California hippies? Yeah. And then now it's, you know, all now around the world. Around and there's research showing how healthy that is. Right. Everyone loves to complain about kale. They do. I <laughs> love kale so much. No, oh I, my gosh. I love it. She loves no. it too, but she's right. I, I, I love it. Okay, here's my recipe, guys. Oh, I love it. Okay, <laughs> okay. It's so easy, and I could eat it every day. I use coconut oil, and I put just kale and onion together in a saute pan, um, and I just use some turmeric, and which is really good for inflammation as well, and then some apple cider vinegar, which cuts that kind of bitter taste right. that the kale has. I, I a little like apple salt. Salt. I used to do a shot every morning. It's so good for you. And it's really good for your skin, too. Oh, really? Yeah. So you mix that all? So I put, um, and then just a little salt, Himalayan salt I prefer, mm-hmm. and pepper. Put it all together, and it's so good. It's, really? like, addictive. Like, I could eat a whole bag of kale if it's that, made that wow. way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try that. Yeah, and I'm, it's super easy. I'm not an onion person, but they oh, sound good. Do you use fresh turmeric or just, like, the powder from TJ's? So, when I make curries, I <laughs> use fresh turmeric, but honestly, I use the powder. I just, I make, okay. this is one of my quick, you know, 10-minute right. lunches. Right. Uh-huh. You know what? I think a lot of people, actually, it's so funny. My husband and I were talking last night about, like, fresh cilantro versus, like, just the kind that comes in, like, you know, you get in the spice mm-hmm. aisle. And he, I'm like, because we always run out of cilantro, I'm like, why don't I just get the kind that, like, I'll get a jar of it like it's yeah not, like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's good well I mean I, I definitely can bullshit. see that you know the fresher the ingredients the more the nutrients mm-hmm. but I think that if you're gonna like it's better to have something rather than nothing mm-hmm. you know so it's good maybe have that on the side and then if you run out you've got it right the cilantro is really good for purifying your blood mm-hmm. yeah I so love, I love. I'm just good for purifying your blood. Yeah. For inflammation. <laughs> yeah. In back, you should drink And it's also good yeah. for um, cancer, turmeric. Like, wow. there are studies that show that it can actually shrink cancer cells. So. Really? Wow. As you guys can tell, I'm really into... No, um, no, we love it. Super it's kind how, of how does that so work? Powerful. Like, if you know someone that has cancer, like, mm-hmm. what should they... 
I mean, so my recently. mom had cancer, and mm-hmm. I um, used to do a lot of research when I was in university. So mm-hmm. I studied a lot about nutrition and, you know, what do you eat if you have cancer? So, and what to avoid. So you mm-hmm. want to avoid things like sugar that, um, you know, it off feeds of. off of. Yeah. And you want to eat things like there's a brassicas family of vegetables. So that would be Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, broccoli. Those kinds of things have shown in studies to shrink cancer cells. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called cell apoptosis. I don't even know how to say it, but it basically kills the cancer. Same thing with the, um, anything that's anti-inflammatory is really good mm-hmm. for your body. So the turmeric, it's actually the stuff that causes the turmeric to be its color that kills the cancer. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, um, obviously no sodas, you know, eating, um, mostly plant-based really helps, but yeah. Who still like, um, drinks a lot of soda? I think people definitely do in the middle of the country. That's yeah, for sure. I, know. I don't drink soda. I like, I, oh, I, I, I like know. I'm obsessed with sparkling water. I told uh, I have a shaman, and I told her I was addicted to sparkling water because really? I'm so obsessed with Gerolsteiner. I buy it by the and I will go through a case a week. Is like, that what you had in my house the other day when you were like probably. It was my favorite? Yeah. <laughs> It has all the minerals and everything. I'm always no. I should be their spokesperson now. Send me free water. Do you ever drink Lacroix? Sometimes I don't like the flavoring and stuff like that. I'm not really into. Like it doesn't the taste real. The the grapefruit. I don't know. It's so refreshing. But no, I didn't get my pregnancy. I got into Lacroix, and then after like maybe the, the first trimester, like at, like you're obviously you switch and you change your versions and this and that. And then I was a did couldn't drink it. And I actually tried to have it the day, and the baby was like, ah, no lacrosse. So I'm like, Aww. okay, no lacrosse for you. <laughs> I'll order a Diet Coke if I'm at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a treat. And mostly that I get. Mostly if it comes in a glass bottle. <laughs> I was like, just in a glass. <laughs> oh bottle. yeah, it does. <laughs> I don't know. I think everything is better when it comes from a glass bottle. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the plastic seeps into everything. Yeah. So. I don't drink any water. Bottle of Arrow. Yeah. Has. <laughs> but you know it's true and um I like like for me I don't know I've just never been a soda person like maybe you know every now and again I'm like having a drink at the bar not now but back in the day like but other than that like I don't really I don't know I've never been soda and I never yeah buy. I mean that's that's great. Right. There's definitely, I think most, a lot of people, especially in California, don't really drink soda right. anymore. But yeah, I know, there's definitely a lot of people that are still drinking those, I don't even know what they're called, like the big something, oh, yeah. bagel or something like that. I know what you're talking about. Which is just crazy. Right. And then people giving that to their children, which I feel <laughs> so bad about. Right. It doesn't even seem, I know this is going to, and as I just ate like a mini cake, <laughs> which by the way is stale, not even good. <laughs> not worth the calories. And it's like, I don't understand people. Who, like, it's like, is this really good? Or, like, not to be mean, like, a pumpkin spice latte. Have you had one of those things? I have. No. Nothing excites me about that. I had, like, that. two sips of it at the airport <laughs> when they first came out. I'm like, ooh, pumpkin spice. Way before it was, quote-unquote, a thing. And I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> like, and I'm like, this, I feel so thirsty funny. having had a sip and a half and I threw it out. But I'm like... I know. I tried the recently the the unicorn. Oh my whatever. gosh! I, I love unicorns, so but that it's has terrible. so much sugar in it. I just tried to taste it just yeah. to try it. Is that I still around? Unicorns. Yeah. Oh my and gosh! I tried I it and I was like, this is horrible because I love unicorns. <laughs> yeah, me too. And so I was like, I just want to try it just to try it, and I like literally didn't even get half like a sip down, and I was like, oh, never mind. Like, cannot do that. It was so like sweet and bitter at the same time, and so it much like sugar. So many ingredients. It like, all like a unicorn take a shit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's real good for like it. Um, it's like when they have pictures of people with like vomiting rainbows. Like, oh, it's like the Snapchat filter. Yeah. It was like a Snapchat. Not that you can see a podcast, but like the Snapchat where the rainbow comes out of their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, okay, so back to you. So, you know, you obviously do all of these different things. You started in PR. So, yeah. give us a little bit more background on you and how you kind of switched. Like, Amanda was saying, yeah. From the PR world to now being, you know, in like the other health and wellness. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that I've always been interested. In. I've always been interested in yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really lucky to. There was at my school when I was like ten years old. They were teaching meditation, mm-hmm. so it kind of planted that seed. Um, which I don't remember the name of that teacher, but I wish I could thank him mm-hmm. for planting that seed. So. Um, I got back from working a fashion week in New York. I used to um, help out with New York Fashion Week. Yeah, I so we were yeah. in fashion together. So um, 
and I was just pretty stressed. I absolutely love PR. I love fashion. My mom is in PR too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, um, I don't really have anything (laughs) bad to say about it, but I just was like, you know, I think I'm going to take a little time and Mm de-stress and figure out like, who am I really? You know, I had that kind of like quarter midlife crisis (laughs) where you're like, why am I here? Who am I? So I did my first yoga teacher training. It was nine months long. It was a Kundalini teacher training, and it was so amazing because I really think everyone should take a yoga teacher training because it's not necessarily just about, like, this is how you teach people to get into the postures, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it is about self-reflection and, you know, learning and about who you are and what your purpose is and what's your spirituality and if, if you have any, and obviously you just learn a lot. So that was amazing, and then... Um, and since then, I've done quite a few teacher trainings because mm-hmm. I just love them. I mm-hmm. wish I could do one every year. <laughs> um, and then I did a prenatal yoga teacher training, and that was what inspired me to become a doula. Okay. And for those of the listeners that yeah, don't know what us. a doula is, um, I'm basically there. I help women before, during, and after labor, um, and I give them information uh you know, so they can make informed decisions on whatever they want. It's not that I have an opinion. It's just I help them, okay, you want a cesarean? Here are the pros and cons. Do you want an epidural? Here are the pros and cons. So just so you really get a well-researched, well-rounded education, you can make your decisions. Um, and then emotional support because, you know, obviously you've got lots of hormone changes mm-hmm. going on. Oh, so that's really, the of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, um, and physical support. So during labor itself, helping with, you know, I use aromatherapy. I use massage techniques and, you know, counter pressure if you're having back pain, things like that. Um, and then I also do postpartum doula work. So I help take care of the babies, the newborns. Mm-hmm. But, um, but anyway, so as soon as I did that... I was like, I don't think I'm going back because it was like I found a calling and I I knew that I was, yeah, completely. And I knew that I was really helping people and the response, like when I do a healing and someone, you know, is like tearing up saying that I'm like changing their life. It's like, how do I not do this? Yeah. Where are you from originally? Well, I've lived all over actually. (laughs) (laughs) I um, was born in San Francisco and I mostly grew up in Manhattan. Oh my god, wait, where? That's where I'm on the Upper East Side. Me too. Wait, where did you go to high school? Sacred Heart. Hewitt. Uh, oh my god, I went to Hewitt. That's, or gone. So, that's hysterical. Funny. That is so funny. Oh my god. Before it's I went to Sacred Heart. Heart. Yeah, that is and crazy. Then, I thought I heard some New York in you. Yeah. Wait, where on the Upper East Side are you from? Um, 91st between Madison and Park. I love Oh, that. my God. Like, like a block from Sacred Heart. I was going to say, that's like two seconds. From, I'm from 63rd in New York. That's so I funny. used to live on 72nd in New York. That's so, so funny. funny. So oh we probably God. met or crossed paths. When did yep. you... Wait, so when did you move to L.A.? 2011. But I had lived other places between New York and L.A. Do you miss New York at all? I mean, yes and no. Like, I love New York. I love the culture. Yeah, I love the art, say. the mm-hmm. galleries, yeah. the shows. You know, yeah. it's so... It's amazing. And yeah. I and I also... I do see that LA is getting more of that, you know, right. for sure. <laughs> but it's just not the same. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and the fashion, too. Yeah. I mean, I may, you know, I may not work in fashion anymore, but yeah. I still love it. Yeah. Um, but the cold, it seems... Like it's colder now than it was when I was younger, and oh, I don't know if that's true. I know. I, I told you I go home, you know, for Christmas, and I'm already dreading. I'm like, oh my god, I'm cold, not being pregnant. I can only imagine how sensitive yeah. I'm gonna be going back. I'm gonna be a friggin' nightmare. Like it's gonna no. be. It's <laughs> like it's like I, I had to like get a cab everywhere or have a car because I couldn't even. I was so cold. I, didn't I wanna... do via everywhere. It's like five dollars. Like yeah, right. Oh, wow. When she was cool. it's like, in New York, it's like visiting, she was cool. yeah. nice. That's what I do, and like I don't take the subway. Actually, I take it occasionally, but I'm not. I don't really like it. People like I really like the subway. I, I like the subway because like you like people. I do like people. And that's why Allison does what she does. So yeah. like, you like <laughs> I do not like being around that many people. You probably like feel their energy, and yeah, you're like that's totally it's, true. It's probably like six is probably like a spiritual experience <laughs> <laughs> whereas I'm like oh my god I hope so I hope there's a Xanax for everyone so but, well meditation is my Xanax so, yeah, so she's still learning how to meditate you can talk oh, to her no yeah. I used to go to like against the stream do you know like Noah 
Noah Levine. No. It's, it's, they have one in um, Santa Monica and they have one oh, right. in East Hollywood and I used to go there and meditate all the time. But now awesome. I haven't been. And so she was saying it's been her last it's podcast just, that she has like no time. She can't find like meditation in her own home upstairs. I can't like meditate. I can't, like, you, know, you can. We'll talk about it. See? But <laughs> here's the thing. There's like 112 different types of meditation. Actually, there's probably even more than that. There's probably as many kinds of meditation as there are people doing it. I mean, there's <laughs> so many different kinds. So what you, you know, a lot of people, they, their idea of meditation is I just need to sit there and not think. And it's like, how are you going to do that if you've never learned Mm -hmm. to meditate? Like you can't just go, okay, one day I'm going to sit here for an hour. I'm going to close my eyes and nothing's going to come into my mind. (laughs) That's not going to happen. Right. But there are so many ways that you can use Diana's different concentrations, Mm -hmm. like different breath work, different, you know, mantras, which are for people who don't know, that's like Sanskrit words that you use that have a special meaning and mudras, which are hand positions. And there's different things you can do that really help you. So you have to find the one that works for you. I mean, I used to go to SGI occasionally and I had a friend who was really into former roommate, the only roommate I didn't hate that like <laughs> was into it. And I like, you know, and a lot of people don't like it cause they, you know, it doesn't have like a great reputation among everyone, but I liked the chanting. I was cool with it. Yeah. Um, but it's just, again, it's like, it's very hard to like commit to that or do it myself. Mm. Or it is hard to do it yourself, but that's the most important practice is what do you do? When no one's looking. Because we can all say that we're meditators and yogis and we're healthy, but what are you doing when no one's there? And that's the real test. Person life. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're gonna go that's why you're gonna go to her. She's gonna no, help you meditation and do a whole workout. I, I am a yeah. big believer though in mindfulness. It's weird, mm-hmm. like the past few days have been like just because I'm going away and I've had a million things to do and it's been just on the holiday time. Things yeah. are very jammed and things were for the past like 48 hours, 72 hours, whatever mm-hmm. it is, have been just like ramped up like a thousand percent. And um Last night, I packed without anything on in the background. I wow. was like, I need to sit here, and I need to pack. And I sort of, like, counted out loud, like, <laughs> Monday, like, the days that I would need, yeah. or, like, when I would, like, put together, like, I'm like, I need 14 pairs of underwear, <laughs> whatever. And it was, like, it normally takes me five hours to pack. I'm not kidding. And I packed in, like, I packed... 85% in an oh, hour yeah. and a half. Awesome. Yeah, mindfulness definitely helps with productivity for sure. Like the other, oh, I didn't tell you this. What? Sorry. The other night, you were actually last night, you were texting me. It's so funny. Let me know what you think of this. And I, I turned off my Wi-Fi and I turned off my phone. I was like, Allie, I can't do it with you. I need to sit here and focus on this. I had like, um, I had an article due for a sweat life and mm-hmm. it was like, Sometimes it's just really refreshing and way more productive to just not multitask. And how how do people do that? How do they unplug? How can you, like, I can do it sometimes when it's, like, dire straits. But how can we incorporate mindfulness and meditation, like, into our everyday lives? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think part of it, for instance, I think a lot of people still text and drive, right? So put your phone... Put your phone in the console so that you can't reach it. Mm -hmm. You know, just know, or you can even, I think some cars have a setting where your phones have a setting now. iPhones, I think, that can turn off the, not turn off the phone, but kind of silence it while you're driving. Right. Because you really should be focusing on that. Um, But I think it's just, you know, it's practice. I think you start slow, maybe Mm -hmm. when you're winding down, especially for people who have trouble sleeping, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be like watching TV and texting, like, and talking to someone like all at once before you're going to bed. No, you need to give yourself that space. So you can first start just with a container of it. So let's say you go, okay, it's eight o'clock. I don't need to do any more work. Turn your phone on airplane mode and just... You know, because we're so attached to our phones. Mm-hmm. So if possible, I would say do that. Or you could even just, like, for me to de-stress and just unplug, I take baths, like, with bubbles and candles yeah. and crystals and all that. And that's me time. And I just, you know, I don't do multiple things at once. So I think, like, you know, first to introduce it within a container that's doable. And then just, you know, in- increase that more and right. more. Right. You know, it's just awareness, you know. And it's... You know, when you're talking to someone, giving them your full attention is one of the most powerful things that you can do. And if you're at a restaurant with someone, don't 
pick, don't take your phone out. Don't have your phone on the table. Keep your phone in your bag. You know, unless you're like I'm a doula, I'm on call. Obviously, right. I have to have yeah. my phone. Yeah. With me. Someone's like, going to birth. You're like, oh, I gotta... <laughs> I'm crowning. <laughs> <Get out. laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, but it's true. And you and I talked about um, like how I now put my phone in the other room so that it's not next to me, or at yeah. least on the other side of the other nightstand, so it's mm-hmm. not like. Where I used to like wake up and like look at my phone in the middle of the night if I like mm-hmm. got sick from the baby, yeah, and I'd be like, oh, what emails are going on now? Like my phone is either in the other room, that's great, or it's like in the bathroom. And yeah. also, like I adjusted my settings to like what they say, whatever that warmer light yeah. is, so your oh, brain yeah, starts definitely. to switch. So definitely. now my phone, like as I soon as it hits like nine o'clock, I mean I notice immediately the screen changes and I start to get mm-hmm. more tired. So yeah. I think you're right. It's like little things. Oh, little things I know it's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It turn make it turns off the red and it's only blue or something. No, it turns off the blue. Yeah, and it's right. Whatever oh. it is. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it turns yeah. off the blue. You're right. right. Yeah. But and also another thing. I did that to my phone. was like, you need to live by it. I, I do that. <laughs> yeah. Another that's thing, too, um, you know, people feel like they don't have time to meditate, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I feel like you could wake up and meditate, right? You mm-hmm. could. But let's say you feel like you don't have time. Just take five minutes. Like, when you get up, you don't even necessarily have to get out of bed. You could do it like you could just sit up and mm-hmm. sit there silently. There's this really cool app I have, Insight Timer. You can time yourself. They have meditations you can listen to. And just do that first thing in the morning. It really sets your whole day mm-hmm. so that you're in a more mindful place. So that when someone drives past you on the 405 right. and they decide to go crazy and honk and throw you a right. finger, right. you can just send them love. And right. be like, you know what? Cool. I'm cool. I've got my bubble of love. and I don't you know how long do you suggest meditating for like when you start I mean I would technically say the best would be 20 minutes plus but to start 20 minutes and that doesn't mean just sitting there and doing nothing so you can do a few different things like if you do maybe five minutes of a breath work you know you could there's so many different breath works I've shown Mm -hmm. shown you but so you might do that and then you might do five minutes of um, you know, a mantra and then you might do 10 minutes of silence or something like that. So you can kind of break it, break it down. Now that for some people is too much. So I say doing a little is better than doing nothing. So even if you can just do three to five minutes Mm -hmm. every day, it'll get easier. It's my first little goal I'm working on right now. Yeah, kind of like how I I tell my pregnant mamas to try to do 40 squats a day. I've got to like 10 and I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing great though. But it really helps with the labor to go faster and easier and everything. So, but if I tell someone to do that and they get overwhelmed by it, it's like, no, just try at least to do 10. Then if you're feeling okay with that, then, you know, move up. Right. So, yeah. Um, and so you obviously, like Amanda said, you know, you do, you know, you do healing, you do yoga, you do prenatal, you do doula. Like, I'm guessing they all kind of tie into each totally. other in a way. Like, they kind yeah. of are synergetic. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean... I do, I feel like I'm just helping people to heal themselves Mm -hmm. and find themselves, I guess. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But, um, you know, yoga and meditation and healing really go hand in hand. That's why with all of my sessions, I do privates. Um, Which I love. Yeah, they're great. And they're super affordable, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute. um, But, yeah, so I integrate everything. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'll do a little Reiki, a little sound healing, a little yoga, a little breath work. Right. You know, and also a little time just talking. And how are you doing? You yeah. know, like that kind of stuff. And just yeah, so taking she does a nice little mini massage too. Yeah, I do. I add that at the end. Yeah, <laughs> little, little, little with some aromatherapy. Because you, you, you said you were going to cover for one of your articles. Yeah, yeah. Right like first, she, I love to like what we'll yeah, talk she, about. I told you she's right for sweat mm-hmm. life, which is for many amazing yeah. people. But sweat life is one of the ones who loves her. And she does oh, all these yeah. like incredible like you know different types of workouts and different people to check out and this and that. Yeah. And she's always almost like uncovering. All these like it's new- health and wellness. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Like- it's all to, it's all one thing, and then also yeah. you know, it's like I was talking about earlier. You know, it's your body and your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, all together and your spirit, mm-hmm. and that all affects how you feel. So mm-hmm. you know, just doing one thing can be fine to start, mm-hmm. but then sometimes maybe you want to add a little more to really get that holistic healing. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, for me, I'm just kind of picking up more and more things right. that I feel like. Do you have a go- favorite, or you kind of love it all? 
of all the things I, gosh, I do love it all. I mean, obviously being a doula is incredible when Mm -hmm. you can be there and the the minute a baby is born and you look into their eyes, I swear I see the whole universe. Like they are so powerful. Those eyes, they, they have so much wisdom in them. Like I feel like the children kind of know everything and they're Mm -hmm. our teachers (laughs) and then they just forget that they know everything, you know, but so that's amazing. But the sound healing is amazing. The yoga is life-changing. Yeah, you know, I it's all experience sound healing. I'm telling you, I would never make it. I want to do it for my back because I'm yeah. so... It's yeah, her just, back is really bad. I'm at the bad. point where, like, it's, it's so much worse than it used to be. And it's, like, it's not, like... I look like I work out. I try to not even use those when I do things. And part of the problem is I have a seventy-pound English bulldog that yeah. he pulls on her. And he, yeah. well, what I do is sometimes I'll even because like my hands are strong. I'll like literally just do it with my pinky and bend my pinky back rather than which sounds insane. Hmm. Rather than like screw up my back or I'll. Well, that's just what you're doing do is then you know people will have. You know, you may have a back issue, but really it's coming from your muscles and your legs or it's coming from your neck or something else, right? So you're compensating, but then you're just causing more issues. I I just feel like it's so, it used to just be at night and I would like, and it's so funny, like I would tolerate it. Like I'm like, okay, I'm in pain. I'll like deal. And now it's like, so I got this acupressure mat. So sometimes during the day, I'll just sit there and work on my acupressure mat. Like it's in my, on the floor of my office and I'll sit there and I'll have my lap and I'll yeah. be in like the position of maximum mm-hmm. repose and mm-hmm. be like, okay, I know I'm in pain. I got to heal myself, but I also have to. So I'm, I'm sure we're probably just supposed to sit there. Mm-hmm. Well, um, also, I don't know if you have a ball. I've told you. I, I definitely, I, I tell pretty much list. everyone to get a ball, an exercise ball, or if you're pregnant, you know, a, a prenatal ball. Mm-hmm. But um, sitting on that because will, will help. It's your low back, right? Yeah. It helps because... We're, our pelvis needs to be tilted a little bit. Mm-hmm. So when you're sitting on the ball, it kind of automatically gives you the right posture. But that's normally, amazing. when we're sitting on these chairs, our pelvises are tilted forward. I think maybe right. that. She that's was saying that because when you drive, you're sitting like you're not mm-hmm. sitting in a podcast. And, every, and so many people. Not right way. Yeah, and so many people, they sit all day at their offices. And yeah. so their hips, and everything, it's just. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the worst, and it's it's just it's so debilitating, and it's hard for me because like, I'll just like it's sometimes like I can't really walk or I can't really move, and I don't really, and I think I can. And you can definitely but, fix that. Like, don't just live with it. Too many people live thinking that that's you know right. some, that they have to live in pain, and it's like you can you know, get there with stretching, with yoga, with healing. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I do Pilates, and, like, I, I work out hard. So, like, yeah. I can do some stuff, mm-hmm. but there are times when I can't do anything. And it's yeah. very it's very weird to me. I'm like, I see It happens to so many people, you would be surprised. Because people are like, well, then how do you go to Pilates, and how do you work out? And, like, because I do those things when I'm feeling fun, and when right. I'm not feeling yeah. fine, I, yeah. I can barely get off the couch. Yeah, well, and then it's, like, I was telling her, like, me being pregnant, like, not that I work out anywhere near Amanda, because Amanda's, like, a workout nut and, like, mm-hmm. loves to work out, but I, I would, like, worked out more than I, like, you know, like, am now being pregnant, and it's, like, now trying to find this happy medium mm-hmm. of, like, doing, like, little things, like yeah. you were saying, mm-hmm. and then also, like, doing class with you once a week, trying to keep your body, like, you know, in motion and doing things, like, it's, I was telling Allison, it was, it was so hard for me when I first did the class with her, like, literally squatting wise and like stretching wise I'm like oh my god I can't go I can't go further like I can't and it's like weird in my own head because I'm like when before I was pregnant I could and now I'm like oh no no it's not happening well another thing too um is that it's not just about the exercise it's about exercising your mind too so you can you know and then also obviously with the anti-inflammatory stuff like the grounding mat which you can get when you can put them under your um sheets and actually sleep on one that has that vibration um you can the doggies yeah it's it's basically it's like being laying out in the grass I don't know if you've heard about like the health benefits of you know if you take your shoes off and walk walk in the in the grass so it's it's mimicking being outside inside basically so it's giving you those health benefits do you want to just it's not just the exercise, but it's also the anti-inflammation component, and then it's also the mind, you know, because when we're tense and we're, we have so much anxiety, we are tightening our muscles without right. even realizing No, it. I know. I have that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's 
adding everything. And one of the things I do with pregnant women is work on training the mind mm-hmm. before going into labor. So we'll do we do uh, an exercise called a keep up. Oh and my it's god, a, it's so painful. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's your mind, yeah. you know. So you can get through it. So we'll do something for three minutes, like hold yeah. your arms up and move right. them around. Up and, down, but it's so and at first you're like, this no, is nothing. I hate that. And <laughs> but you but you know what? Once you go into labor, you'll realize. Oh, okay. Now right. I know how to how do I get myself kind of through from this? Being red, yeah. Because yeah, so it's you know where does my mind go right. and what can I do? How do I get through something that feels painful? But you know, pain is you know definitely going to happen. But discomfort is optional, and that's where the right. mind component comes in. So you can so train your mind. Back. No, I once had like a professor that did that in like a movement class, and I just like couldn't stand her. Whenever <laughs> that happens, and like there, I'll take uh, like a yoga or I'll take like Pilates, and we're doing that, and I just I my PTSD. <laughs> oh, and I was like, I hated that professor. Sometimes you get like emotions get kicked up in yoga though. Yeah. Like there are postures and things that you do that might actually cause you to get a little angry right and that's good it sounds weird no okay, I'm but so you're getting that out anger. like that's like my but you're getting it out but said. you're getting it out and so it's it's actually like it's triggering there are different meridians in your body right. and it's too much to really go into here but basically you know you're triggering and you're cleansing and you're clearing out those things so that they're not just gonna See, jump out all the time in, uh, in inappropriate ways you mm-hmm. know you're tuning your body with the sound with the yoga with everything you're tuning it the same way you tune you tune a musical instrument mm-hmm. so you also tune your body right you know to be right. in in a certain state right so, so you obviously have so many helpful tips and you you're so knowledgeable in so many different areas so for people that are you know like listening um, and you know get going and checking you out and we'll tell you obviously so you can plug yourself but what would you say you know like are some good takeaways um from this podcast and some good tips for, you know, listeners every reading, day, every day that people are, you know, they're yeah. like, okay, well, that sounds amazing, but like, I can't do that yeah. all the time or like, you know, but they're inspired by listening because inspired by you, yeah. you know, what would be some good tips and like everyday things that you could tell them? Um, so I would say, you know, definitely nutrition's one of them, mm-hmm. you know, just think of your body as a temple and try to, try to eat some colorful veggies, mm-hmm. um, spend some time every day unplugged from your computer and your phone and do something (laughs) you know every person's different if if five minutes is all you can do that's all you can do it's better than nothing Mm -hmm. you know um can i ask you a question about that yeah sometimes as she said i like to draw i know (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i said call you i had to do the show tonight um i sometimes just like to drive without music on or anything Mm. and i just like let myself just drive that's great and almost like think out loud Mm -hmm. in like a weird way or just like think to myself like okay what's going on like sort of like check in with myself does that count because usually i've got on like a podcast so okay i'm gonna say yes and no because you know i think being extreme in any way is Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. you know great Mm -hmm. but Everyone thinks that if they're driving and talking or, or, you know, you're doing one thing, but really driving is one thing. So if you're really talking about being mindful and, you know, letting everything else go. So you're literally just trying to focus on the driving. That is so hard for so many people. Usually you go from A to B and you're like not even sure how you got there, you know? (laughs) So, because you were thinking about other things and stuff. So, you know, but if it helps you, it helps you. You know, every person is different. There's no one thing that you can I, like I can't tell everyone to try this and it was going to help you right. I can say you know take a little time every day to slow your breathing down mm-hmm. that's probably going to help everyone okay like be conscious of your breath and slow it down you can similar with the sound healing you can move your brain from being in that mm-hmm. like beta state to the alpha you know relaxed theta mm-hmm. meditative right. and all that so, um, that's definitely great. I would say, um, so, you know, I'm sure if it works for you, it works for you. That's great. <laughs> and what else would be a couple other yeah. takeaways? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I would say try yoga. Okay. Um, and I, you know, there's a place for hot yoga and that kind of thing, but I also think there's a beautiful, uh, place for, a little bit more of a spiritual yoga practice. There's so much yoga um, right now out there that 
isn't necessarily representative of what yoga actually is. I studied, I feel so lucky to have studied yoga in India and there That's I realized so cool. it's got so many components to it. This is so funny that you say this. If you're mm-hmm. ever in New York, you have to meet Danny Havasey. Oh, who yeah. Is on yeah. the show. She created this thing called Core Chakra, which mm-hmm. is like yoga, Pilates, oh, kind yeah. of mix. It's cool. all, you know, you heard information, yeah. but yeah. anyway, she was saying that, like, what is with the, like, she wrote an article about, like, this com- how competitive yoga yeah. is Yeah, which is not what yoga you know, is not at all. Right. What? That's what she said, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I like to have my eyes closed for a lot of yoga, and now when I say yoga, I don't just mean asana. Those are the postures. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody thinks when you think yoga, right. you think okay, you're doing like a push-up-y thing mm-hmm. and you're doing the down dog and whatever. That is a part of yoga. Mm-hmm. But there's a quite a few parts of yoga. There's the breath work that we do when yeah. we do our sessions. Mm-hmm. There's the meditation, concentration, right. you right. know. So there's a lot of different aspects to it. And I think a lot of people don't even realize that yoga means union. So it's connecting your your divine self with your infinite self. Mm-hmm. So it's really a time to go inside and it's not a time to look around right. at the person next to you right. and say, well, that person's more flexible right. than me, right. you know? And although I find the Instagram posts inspiring of all these amazing, mm-hmm. you know, Ashtanga yogis, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do get uh, intimidated yeah. and they, you know, but know. you can, you know, asana means comfortable seat. So the reason you do those postures is so that you can sit in meditation for a long period of time and not be uncomfortable and have to move around. I right. mean, you know, it's also just good for your body overall, but I think we've really, we've taken out so many other parts of yoga. So I guess I would just suggest try to find maybe a yin class or, you know, something that say, has, like, a, has you, a little, you know, if they're listening yeah, and they don't know yoga at all, yeah. right? Like, how do you suggest them to go well, find a class? So there's this amazing studio, if you're in Los Angeles, that I absolutely love. I do sound healing there sometimes called Bhakti Yoga Shala, and it is so... Spell that, um, please. Yes. <laughs> Bhakti is a B-H-A-K-T-I, mm-hmm. and then Yoga Shala, S-H-A-L-A. Okay. And, um, just, just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, Bhakti is, means devotion, and so it's a really beautiful donation studio in Santa Monica, and I would say that pretty much all the classes there are going to be, you know, well-rounded, and they're going to have... A spiritual component and you know just you're it's in a really beautiful space and mm-hmm. it's much more traditional um I wouldn't say traditional I guess but I felt connected and drawn to that studio when I got back from India mm-hmm. um and then kundalini a lot of people really like kundalini yoga mm-hmm. um it's different it's not sanskrit it's um you know a lot of times the people wear white whatever it doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you're wearing but yeah. um so there are so many different kinds of yoga out there I would say just you know, don't try one class and then get turned off uh-huh. if you don't like that teacher. You know, I've, I've met people who say, I took this hot yoga class. They were yelling at me and I oh, just I hated it. Oh, yeah. no. Wait, I heard about the crazy guy because they were talking about Bikram. the episode yeah. of Howard Stern. I'm like, I think yeah. I would love that yoga. <laughs> you, was hey, you. Hey, you know what? And I would say that I would say that that's a workout. I would right. call it a workout right. more than I would call it yoga. Right. And there's a, there is a oh, place no, he for sounded, it. He sounded nuts. I like yeah. Interview. Yeah. Like, I've been yelled at for wearing green during a beaker Whoa. class. I found out the hard way that you're, you shouldn't wear green. Wait, so. Was it actually with him? No. <laughs> but it was funny. interesting. So yeah, I'm not really into, I would say that would be something to take away. If they're uh-huh. yelling at you in a yoga class, leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's but a tip. And you know, try some meditation. Like if you know, if you don't know how to meditate, I'm sure there's a million YouTube channels. There's um I know there's a place called Unplug Meditation you can go to. I actually I was gonna say I found that place so stressful I almost started to cry. But a lot of people I went to a crystal healing thing and I I was so turned off. Well you see that is the what I was talking about. Don't go to one person and get turned off, right? But I'm it was the call space it the itself, den, which is similar to that. Yeah. And there's well, one the space that you couldn't. Um, no, people? they were just assholes. Oh. Like the people were assholes. The crystal person, everyone there was an asshole. Like, <laughs> I have no other way of describing. 
describing it, but I felt so stressed. I felt more stressed. I'm just going to guess that these are the people that don't have a home practice. So remember I said, what you do when no one's looking is really where it comes down to. Right. That's, that's called a sadhana. It's a daily practice. So I think like as a, maybe one of the most important takeaways I could give you is have some sort of a daily practice of your own Mm -hmm. and you do, you set that side of time, you have it in your schedule, you prioritize it just as much as you prioritize your meetings, Mm -hmm. you know, because it is going to affect your whole day. You're Mm going to be more productive, you know? And so have that daily practice, whatever it is that you need, you know, if it's some meditation, some yoga, you know, something where you, you just have something to calm yourself. And I would say that, you know, over time that will really, that will really affect you and make everything in your life easier. Right. No, that's awesome. So obviously setting your intention like you is extremely important. So if people want to, of course, you know, we'll put in the show notes and everything, but if people want to find you um, and they can tell them about your holiday deals and everything you're doing, yeah. um, where can they find you? Yes. Where can they potentially, and we'll you know, put all this you, information yeah, in the exactly. show notes. So, um, my company's name is called My Medicine Mama, um, and so I have a website, which is www.mymedicinemama.com. Yeah, and blog gets, um, if you go to my blog, I recently blogged about her, and you'll see all about what we did yeah. with yoga and all the healing and everything. Yeah, so you can find me on there. You can book me directly um, on that website. You can all, and it has a list of my services and kind of explains a few things. Although technically that website's a little more geared towards the doula stuff. Uh-huh. Um, it does have information about my healing and yoga sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I have a Facebook page, which mm-hmm. is My Medicine Mama. And I also have um, an Instagram, which is My Medicine Mama. Yep. I have a personal one. Board. I have a personal <laughs> one too, which I, you know, is Allison Prema love, but you know, my right. medicine mom is easy if it's just consistent right, across totally. the board. And that's where they can follow you. Yeah. And then you said you're doing so many amazing holiday specials. Yeah. So for, I'm through January 1st, I've got um, 10% off sale going on for my healing and my yoga sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're actually super affordable. I think a lot of people don't think like, you know, having a private sound healing sounds so extravagant mm-hmm. to a lot of people, but First of all, it's totally worth it, but also it's pretty affordable. Just one session is usually $50, um, which is over that's an hour. Crazy. No, no and not. that's not even and the sale not. price. Right. And then if you buy packages, it goes even less. So if you buy four, you they're 45 a session. If you buy eight, they're 40 a session, and that's all before the sale. Um, also something I'm really just promoting that people – think of doing is hosting a holiday healing party. I love this. So Ooh, we're basically this. instead of just eating a ton of stuff that, you know, is going to make you feel sick and over drinking, have some friends over, but you know, a giant bottle of whiskey. I, I know that's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, so have some friends over and you guys can have some tea, some snacks, you know, we eat a really fun thing to do is just to have women too, and kind of do like a little goddess mm-hmm. like meditation mm-hmm. And then some sound healing. Um, and when you do that, if you have at least three people, it's less than as going to a studio. And it's in the comfort of your own home, which is super cool. Yeah, and it's a little party, which is really fun. Yeah. Good time. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You're so, so informative. And, like, I feel uh, like literally, I don't know about you, but I feel like since our last podcast, I've, like, calmed down. And I, I feel, feel so much more, like... I feel like, like I relaxed for seven right? minutes and a long time for, for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I no, love that. I really appreciate you, so you much. coming on and we'll put everything in the show notes. And as we always say, be fabulous, be fabulous and try to relax. Just <laughs> try. Bye. Try to vote how to change Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the James on the five, six, seven now. If you don't know, let me show you how to work it out.